Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log here in Lexanderson World. Here with your L.A. Lakers recap for this past week. Starting Tuesday night, Boston at L.A. We even it out. Final score, 117-102. Media manipulation, talking about how Jason Tatum started the game. 14 straight points, first time in the last 25 seasons. No one cares, okay? Tatum is trash. It was all about Russell Westbrook, who I had said when the Lakers lost in Boston did not bring the fire, the passion, the energy. But in this Laker win, Russell Westbrook was doing it all. He was Dunking on his hapless opponents. He was sneering. He was clap clapping. He was making layups and rocking the baby. That's what I'm talking about. That's the Russell Westbrook. The king of the triple double that I know and love. Westbrook had 24 points, 11 assists. The king, the chosen one. We are all witnesses to his greatness, LeBron James. Had 30 points, AD 17 points, 16 rebounds for the sweet double-double. Yes, so that was definitely a sight to behold. Quick sidebar, Zion Williamson, or as I call him, hey, 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 it's Fat Albert. Because there was a picture of him in a red jumpsuit or sweatsuit rumors that he had ballooned to 300 or 330 pounds but then later on other pictures of him resurfaced not looking as fat as again media manipulation had portrayed him to be but he suffered a setback in his foot surgery in his rehab so they're gonna have to dial it back Of course, it was a fracture in his right foot. If you do or don't know, the healing of his fifth metatarsal. And when it comes to these foot injuries, it's kind of weird. Kevin Durant suffered some that had him in and out of games. However, I will say what the nationwide sports leader with the Foxies, the corporate shells, they've sold their soul to the almighty dollar are afraid to say. Zion Williamson, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, is injury prone. He's played 85 games for the Pelicans, but he's missed 87. That's not good. I'm sure the Jordan brand regrets giving him that $90 million contract. Definitely. Uh, Who knows what will happen? Maybe later on in his career, he could be worth something. But he's bringing nothing of value current day to the New Orleans Pelicans. Let's see what we got here. Of course, again, it's all things Lakers. So I got to focus on Thursday. Memphis Grizzlies, no John Morant. They got the victory over the Lakers. 108-95 final score. And they were kind enough to even post on Twitter... SpongeBob SquarePants holding a L 
saying happy holidays at Lakers. But you know what? There was still a win because LeBron James, in that loss, became the fifth player in NBA history to record 100 triple doubles. Again, we are all witnesses to the greatness of LeBron James. The king of the triple-double, Russell Westbrook, 189. Big O, the originator, the innovator of the triple-double, 181. Magic Johnson, 138. Jason Kidd, 107. And now LeBron with 100. Someone had asked me, do you think LeBron can surpass Magic Johnson? Why don't we just focus on the here and now, in the present? I cannot see into the future. LeBron James is 36 years old. He's made it known that he wants to still be in the NBA when his son, Bronny, gets selected to the NBA, which will happen. But that is too much of the unknown, too much unforeseen. Again, he's 36. Can we at least wait till he passes Jason Kidd? Can we at least see how many he gets before the end of this current regular season? If he could touch, let's say, 110, well, maybe he has a good shot to surpass Magic Johnson. But again, he's at 100. Let us cherish the moment. And move on. I swear, these people out here on social media nowadays, it's just, it's crazy with them. Crazy. Will he surpass magic? Uh, how about Jason Kidd? Can we, can we get past at least 108 triple doubles first before we go into Magic Johnson? And of course, it is notable that the majority of NBA players are former L.A. Lakers. So also to sidebar real quick, there was trade rumors, Ben Simmons and the Sixers who need and have to let him go. Why is he still on their team? It makes no damn sense. I guess Ben Simmons doesn't mind not getting paid. Like the oddball from Duke, Kyrie Irving. But of course, there was talks with the Portland Trailblazers. And the Trailblazers are saying, Damian Lillard will not be a part of it. Why not? There's already talks that Damian Lillard, after his 2024-2025 contract, Wants an extension of two years at $107 million. And for what? What has Dame Time won? Nothing. He shoots a game-winning three and waves goodbye and what? What? Uh, Is the franchise supposed to reward him for a past victory? That effectively, effectively, excuse me, did destroy OKC. Paul George was shipped out. Westbrook was shipped out. And there's really nothing left of OKC. So, yes, he did destroy 
the Oklahoma City Thunder. But is that worth a two-year extension of $107 million? Plus, he's already out with some type of abdominal injury. If you do or don't know, those are pretty tough to recover from. Now, C.J. McCollum, earlier last week, had a collapsed lung of some type. C.J. McCollum as well, unfortunately. But I can only speak the truth. He's injury prone. He is injury prone and a collapsed lung. It's not going to work. The Portland Trailblazers, what are they holding on to? It's time to face facts. It's time to move on. They're not a championship contender. Of course, I definitely don't want to hear any rumors of Dame time and the Lakers. No thanks. But Ben Simmons, yeah, I mean, send Ben Simmons to Portland and take CJ McCollum for what it's worth. Both There's a lot of teams, honestly, in flux under bad management that it's just not working. Just not working at all. But let's stop acting like Damian Lillard is off limits. If you could do one of these spectacular three-plus team trade deals, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Because he's not going to bring a championship to Portland. I think these teams have delusions of grandeur. They think they're on the edge or close to being relevant. But they're not. The Portland Trailblazers haven't been relevant since Clyde Drexler and Kevin Duckworth. Terry Allen. Only real NBA fans will know those names that I'm talking about. Kevin Duckworth. Holler at me if you know. <laughs> On Friday, the Lakers, speaking of OKC, let's just make the segue, right? They finally got a win against Oklahoma City. 116-95 final score. The King, LeBron James, 33 points. He was dunking. He was shooting threes. 13 of 20 shooting. No Anthony Davis, no problem. Avery Bradley, season high, 22 points. Woo, that's what I'm talking about. But sometimes you don't even have to watch the games. All you need is highlights and a box score. LeBron James, five rebounds, six assists, three steals, two blocks, 33 points. THT chipped in with 11 points. Reeves, 13 points. Mello only had seven, but, you know, he's keeping us relevant. Thank God for Mello. People say how the Lakers are old and all this other jibber-jabber, all this gibberish. It's not even Christmas Day yet or Christmas night. We haven't even reached the all-star game. It is amazing in this day and age of social media how people freak out 
They judge every win, criticize every loss. It's like you truly have to drown out the noise of the ignorant masses and the sheeple who bray like the mindless cattle that they are. I would like to give a quick honorable mention to uh, the Brooklyn Atlanta game because, you know, KD and Trey Young got into it a little something something. They both got double texts. But Durant, 31 points. Brooklyn gets the victory, 113-105. They're definitely holding on without the oddball from Duke, Kyrie Irving, who quit and abandoned the team because he doesn't want to take the shot, doesn't want to get vaccinated. I guess he doesn't mind missing his paychecks. $450,000 a game. I guess he already has attained generational wealth. But Harden also chipped in 20 points, 11 assists. Brooklyn Nets are 2-0 against Atlanta this season. And honestly, when seeing Durant on the court, it's honestly like, who can, who can guard him? No one can guard him. When he goes for layups, when he goes for dunks, when he hits you with the turnaround three, turnaround jumper, it almost just feels automatic. Honestly, it was crazy. Of course, post-game, Durant is t- talks about how he's known Trey Young since he was 10 years old. And now they're doing battle face-to-face on the court. Oh, honorable mention, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge had 15 points. Patty Mills, 11. Total complete game. Even the bench chipped in. Brown with 15. C. Thomas with 11. Got to wonder about the Hawks, though. At least on that night, they were 13 and 13. Clint Capella did his dang double-double. 14 points, 16 rebounds. Gallinari could have dropped more points, though. Only 13. Cam Reddish, only 4. Well, you know how I feel about those Duke Fluke Devil players. They're useless when they come to the NBA. They offer nothing at all. (laughs) Later on tonight, the Lakers will be taking on the Orlando Magic. I look forward to them getting the victory on that. I don't see anything stopping that from happening. Oh, and a quick sidebar, Durant was fined $25,000 for using profanity towards a fan. Eh, That's a drop in the bucket. I'm sure the fans like to disrespect the African-American NBA player. In my opinion, the disrespect is also is always racially motivated because these white devils think that because they have the fortune to pay to sitting front row that they could say whatever they want to these players to the point where the players didn't have to show them attention 
by pointing and cursing at them. Ridiculous. Yes, and the fan, it was in relation to the Atlanta game. So I guess maybe they took issue with Durant and Trey Young. I would like to say butt heads, but Trey Young is too short. There's no way he could butt heads with Durant. If anything, his head would butt his chest. <laughs> but hey, you know, Trey Young, he brings it though. So, you know, he's real deal. I see here on a, on another quick sidebar, since this is kind of a recap. Chicago Bulls seem to be falling apart. They have their COVID issues. Yeah, COVID-19 outbreak. Zach Levine, Troy Brown Jr. entered the NBA's health and safety protocols. So that is nine players since the start of the month. DeMar DeRozan, Kobe White, Javante Green, Matt Thomas, Derek Jones Jr., Ayo Dusamu, and Stanley Johnson. Even the Bulls broadcasters, Bill Winnington, Stacey Young, are at home. Mm-mm-mm. Got to get a grip on that. They might have to uh, dip into the G League to get some spare players. <laughs> oh, boy. Booster shots, they say. Well, at least on the plus side, the NBA does say that 97% of their players are vaccinated and more than 60% of players have received the booster. I myself received a text that I'm eligible and available to get my booster shot. I myself, I got the Johnson & Johnson one shot, which mysteriously enough has disappeared suddenly. Now everything is Pfizer and Moderna. We'll see. Will I get the booster? Who knows? We now have variants like Omicron. Living life in a pandemic, but still finding and making the time to enjoy sports. Mm-mm-mm. There's also been issues about Luka Doncic this past week as well. Left, left ankle injury. He will be out for the next two games. There was also an issue with Luka Doncic and the referees, which I would definitely like to talk about, that Jason Kidd saying that he needs to stop being so involved, going back and forth with the referees. But I've seen some plays where the NBA referees aren't giving the calls to Luka. He's a superstar. He's put up amazing stats and numbers. And the fans come to see Luka Doncic. The fans do not come to see these inept, incompetent, blind, biased NBA referees blowing non-calls or not making the proper calls, attacking the bread and butter of the NBA, which, which are their superstars, which Luka Doncic is a superstar at a very young age. Show him some respect. Put some respect 
on his name. It gets tiring after a while. It honestly does. And Curry trying to do his thing. Seven. <coughs> Excuse me if you heard me sneeze. Steph Curry. Seven threes away from overtaking Ray Allen's all-time three-point record. I cannot wait for that to happen. I've never been a Ray Allen fan, and I definitely was not a Ray Allen fan when he got traded from the Bucks to the Celtics. Ray Allen, great player, but he just did not have what it takes to lead a team to the finals and win a championship. I'm not mad that he was traded to the Celtics and then won a championship with them and then won with LeBron in Miami. There's a difference between being a good player, a good shooter, and a leader. Melo, for example, great shooter. Leader? No. That's why he's at this stage in his career hoping that he can win a championship with the Lakers. On Saturday, the Warriors lost to the Sixers, 102-93. 6 of 20, 3 of 14 from 3. Is he pressing? That tends to happen when there's a historic milestone on the horizon and you have social media and the media counting every damn three he makes. But don't worry, it will be coming and Ray Allen's record will be falling and I will rejoice when that day comes. Checking the schedule now. They will be playing the Pacers tomorrow on NBA TV, so that'll be great. I'm sure they're making all of Curry's games televised now because we want to see this historic moment. As a matter of fact, the Pacers, there's a lot of trade rumors about the Pacers. Me... I want Sabonis. I wish the Lakers can try to get Sabonis. Of course, I believe everybody's up to be given away. Karis Levert. But DeMontis Sabonis. I would not mind getting him. I hear people talking about Miles Turner. TJ Warren, potentially. Malcolm Brogdon, but I like Sabonis. That would be to me like a little, a little Paul Gasol, like you know. He averages eighteen points, eleven rebounds, four point two assists. Getting someone like Sabonis, six eleven. That would be the mother of all steals. I would definitely give up DeAndre Jordan, for example. Get him out of here because what is he doing for the Lakers? Nothing. As a matter of fact, let me check to see who the Lakers could give up for Sabonis. 
do a nice little bundle deal. Wayne Ellington, who's that? Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, DeAndre Jordan, why not? I'd get rid of him. Trevor Ariza, get rid of him. Kent Bazemore, bye-bye. Yeah, get rid of those guys. Austin Reeves, he did his thing last night. They, they said there's a lot of upside with him. But a lot of players came to the Lakers on the cheap, on less than $2 million deals. But the reason he's injury, he's injured, he's out with the ankle. I can't really see him contributing to the Lakers on anything that would say championship. Well, that's my take. We've come to the end of another wonderful episode. Thank you, Sports Fans Nationwide, for tuning in. Until next time, Lex Anderson, signing out.